that's a disclaimer <laughs> on the back because one of the one of my lessons is smoking weed, and so my disclaimer says if you're not 18 and you don't live in a state where this shit not legal, Lil D did not say smoke weed. I'm not going to jail because I told you to hit the J. <laughs> Microphone check. Does my mic sound nice? Uh. Yes, it does. Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Them Time, where we change the narrative by changing the perspective. I'm Jared Dam, and it's about damn time to have another conversation that changes the way you think and perceive things. The only question is, are you ready? check does my mic sound nice yes it does want to do that again man welcome this week's episode of it's about damn time i ain't gonna hold y'all look we're gonna get right into it because uh (laughs) one i've been up since 4 a.m so i've been up for a while so after laying in bed watching tiktoks um for like an hour maybe maybe two all right, two and a half hours. Don't judge me, right? But I was like, like, let me get up and be productive. So did some stuff, make sure my sciences are clear because y'all know I've been fighting that. And I was like, yo, let me finish um, editing and doing this intro um, for this episode. So, you know, this this week, um, I, I had some anxiety issues that I had to deal with. And, uh, you know, the anxiety is at an all-time high now. So, I think uh, this week I will be exploring different ways to uh, reduce my anxiety. Probably talk about it a little bit more on Parents After Midnight, which is available on all podcasting platforms. In case you want to sit there and take peruse that as well. Parents After Midnight with my lovely co-host, Amari. But, instead of me sitting there doing all this, all my normal intro stuff, I'm just gonna go ahead and pitch it to to my guest this week, Little D, Little D, radio personality, um, author, um, entrepreneur, philanthropist, um, content creator. Like Little D does it all. She has her flashcards, love lessons, twelve steps to better mental health. Uh, that is now available. It is now available. So you you know, you know all the stuff is gonna be in the show notes. I got mine in the mail this week, so I'm really excited with this. This looks really good. Deanna, if you listen, this looks really good. Really well packaged. Um, got like some mints to go along with it, man. I'm going to pop one in right now because, you know, yeah, I've been up since four, but I didn't brush my teeth. I'm the only one here. I feel judgment, okay? Judge your mama. That's what I said in my reel earlier this week. You know, I'm going to say it to you now. Judge your mama. <laughs> but without any further ado, um, please enjoy this conversation with 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 D. We 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 talk about a lot of things. Her journey going from um, basically being fired to picking up her mental health and 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 doing a complete one eighty, not a three sixty and one eighty. I'll I'll explain later. So without any further ado, sit back, relax, listen to Little D and me. It's about damn time. D be getting in my ass. But D getting in my ass. Like she like she motivated me. So I wanna even tell this story before I even introduce you. You know what I'm saying? 
I want to tell this shit. So I was all hype. I didn't want to talk to you for like a year, right? Because ever since, ever since you got fired, and we're gonna talk about that in a second. So I want to talk for a while, and so I was like, when you came out with this book, this book, I was like, oh, I need to talk to this nigga like for real, right? And so I reached out. I was like, yo, you know, you know, I love this book. I love what you're doing and everything. You know, let's, uh, you know. Hopefully you can, you know, be on my podcast. I said something. I said something light, you know, like that. Little D go, sure, I'll be on your podcast when you ask me with your chest. <laughs> with your whole chest. You know, and, and that's why and that's why I love her. And that's why I fuck with her because she she keeps me real. Like, you know, every time I'm I'm super in my head, if I'm talking about t shirts, you know, I'm talking about podcasts, she'd be like, nigga, just do the shit. So radio vet, author, entrepreneur. Overall, just great Uh-oh. person, little D. Hi. See? Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, you was like, um, would you? What did you say? Would you mind or would would you find yeah, the time to my so. podcast? So I was like, when you ask like you got some self esteem, sure. The fuck, like. I mean, I could pretend. You know, I ain't got no self esteem. But no, the thing about it is, you know, is I I like that you hold me accountable Very like good. that because you know. The, the crazy thing is people outside of like our interactions, they think I got self-esteem. Like they'd be like, oh, you be getting all these uh-huh. these major guests, you know, like Lil D, because you know, Lil D is everywhere. She all over the radio and all, you know, doing all this shit. Everybody know Lil D. Yeah. You can all these major guests. I'm like, Shreveport, you know what I mean? Shout out to Shreveport. I don't think it's that you have no self-esteem. I think that there's room for it to be higher, but it can't be low as fuck because you do a consistent podcast. That requires a certain level of confidence. So while it may not be at Lil D level, it's damn sure not at somebody who's ready to jump off the ledge level. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm I'm about uh, two weeks away from Jamal. Well, good, so you're not cool. at the bottom ring of the ladder. You just stepped on that hoe. <laughs> that's not that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm and talking about. So you you are a repeat guest. Um, now I don't know if you you realize this. It's a big deal for me. You were on October sixteenth, twenty twenty. Now, technically my second episode, but you were the first person that I fucking yeah. recorded with. Like you were the first person I called when I said I want to do a podcast and I want to do an interview style podcast. I called you because I was like, I need a, I need, I need a big name. And, and and for me, you, you a big name. Me. I'm a medium for, name. I'm like, like. Yeah, whatever. We, we nah. If you ain't gonna let me okay. talk shit, I ain't gonna let you talk shit. You a big All name. Right, carry on. All right, cool, <laughs> cool, cool. So you, so you a big name, and then two, I need somebody who who might actually say yes. And I ain't know if you gonna say yes, but I was like fifty fifty on on the thing. Like you might be like, I ain't got no time because some people. You know, some people from Shreveport, you know, I'll, I'll ask them and they'll be like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're going to do it. And then they'll never hit me up. So, yeah, I'm going to get with you. You know, it's, it's yeah. Yeah. That's lame. I'll be like, all right, cool. It's cool. It's cool. So, um, I feel like I've come full circle now. Like, you know, I was on, my, on the couch over here. I was all nervous. I told y'all I was nervous for him. My voice was shit. I went back and actually listened to that first episode. And uh, I, I I gave it a good five minutes. You you were magnificent. You uh-huh. were great. Me, <sighs> so I've been talking shit for seventeen years. That's true. So I'm That's pretty true. good at it. 
you are pretty good at talking yeah, I mean, shit. Uh, yeah, I, I I can't say that. I can't say that. So I'm proud of um, you. Like I said, like I said, I I wanted to have you on for for about a year now because, um, obviously, radio personality. You have moved around, you know, from you know Shreveport to Ohio, and then you you found, as you say, quote unquote, your dream job when you went when you when you were in Dallas, uh, as as a as a radio personality, and so you had a you had a stretch where you lost three people, you know, um, you were stressed out, depression, and then you got fired, and so I remember all that shit happening because first of all. It happened on April first, so nobody was trying to believe yeah. the fuck that you were saying. I didn't even announce it until April second because you know. I'm like, I know you wouldn't believe me yesterday, <laughs> and people still didn't believe me. I'm like, bro, I really ain't got no job. Like that post still up. I wasn't playing. Listen to the radio. I ain't on there. The fuck? <laughs> like if you thought I was playing, turn the radio on right now. That is not me. <laughs> I'm on the couch and it's <laughs> right. eleven thirty, nigga. Like, show my watch. And you was taking pictures like this the shit. You was taking pictures. And you was like, yo, I am here I at home. Like, like I, I wasn't playing. I'm not on vacation. Like You won't hear me again I'll on that subject. It's like, not you, there. Like <laughs> But I remember actually reaching out to you. Cause I, you know, you know we we super tight you know I'm, I'm tight with little d and so and so i remember reaching out to you to be like okay you know make sure you good hell you was more positive than i was at that point like you were like you were like unfazed and and i i felt like you were already like pushing the envelope forward but i feel like in this last year you have really like honed in on your happiness it's part of it is because this book that we selling that's, that's, that's available everywhere you know we're gonna talk about that in a minute but um uh, talk to me about that that feeling you had like w- during that time you lost three you lost three people you had to go to a couple funerals you had you had to end up going going to la talk to me about all that, that experience so i think it started in 2020 um i was dating someone who was verbally abusive and oh, yeah, I ain't really tell anybody. Um, make us no. shit who would. It's embarrassing. But he would do shit like I interview somebody. I remember once I interviewed YG, it was a Zoom interview. It was right when COVID started. So it's obviously a Zoom interview. Mm-hmm. And um he was like, Oh, you just wanna fuck YG now, huh? And at first I'm like, Oh my god, you so fake jealous, it's cute. But then I realized that shit wasn't fake. Um then wow. it was you know, that skirt too short for you to be wearing to work. So you just want every nigga to see your titties, huh? Like, and I'm like, bro, what the fuck? And it's wild because he's the person, like, he's the first person ever who made me feel sexy. And then as soon as I felt it, he was like, oh, this bitch thinks she attractive now. Let me fuck that up for her. You know what I mean? So right. um, I had that going on. I had let my brother come live with me. Uh, he had just moved in from Shreveport, and I let him stay with me, and I was the worst decision ever because two depressed people in one house don't match. Two, two, no. Yeah, it just wasn't, and it made it worse. So um, then <laughs> I had an anxiety attack at work, um, and I went to L.A. the next day. I, I literally called my friend like, yo, I'm just going to come. Uh, you got a couch or something. I, what, I just need to be there. Left and I mean I had the best time 
ever. It was so amazing. It was the first time that I could remember that I didn't have any anxiety. I was just there. And then I came back to the same shit, and I was like, oh, so you really not okay. All right, we need to go to therapy. Bet. Um, yeah, so that was in February. I went to L.A., and then next month, people started dying. So I don't think there was a time that I was okay. This was just the, like the, the nail on the head type shit. So yeah, I was yeah. at my homeboy's house, just crashed on the couch. I woke up to a text message of like a flyer that said R.I.P., and I'm like, hold on wait what and you know it hits you like i just saw him i just saw him i only turned around to go back to the party because he was there like i just i only went back to hug him and that was six days what the fuck so you go home smoke i smoked a bunch of weed and i just went back to sleep i remember waking up to the news of the next one and i'm like hold on at this point Am I alive? Am I awake, bro? What the fuck? Like, how am I supposed to... How do you comprehend that? I, when I was sitting on my balcony, right. smoking and crying, and my little brother walked outside, and he was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, two of my friends just died. And this nigga went, damn. And walked back in the house. So I didn't really have any support. Um, right. So. Because he couldn't really give you nothing either, because he was depressed. Exactly. Right. So, Saturday was a funeral. Um, Monday was a funeral. Thursday, I got fired. Saturday was my uncle's funeral. Oh, wait, I'm skipping. Um, after those two, I went back to work. The Monday I go back to work, I find out my uncle died. So I'm like, yeah, I, oh, let me, I'm out. <laughs> so I took a week off from work. As I'm off of work, I heard my replacement and I, it clicked in my head immediately. And I said to myself, they're going to fire me and replace me with her. My next job going to be lit though. Um, you see, she had been let go a year earlier and no one knew that she had been hired back to work there. And so how is it that you didn't tell anyone that's a big deal, right? right like right. you're back on the radio. No one knows. So they sneaking you back in for a reason. Mm-hmm. It took me about four seconds to put it together. And I'm like, yeah, they finna fire me. All right, bet. So then I went back to work. Funeral Monday, uh, fire Thursday, funeral Saturday. And so... The first time I got fired, I wanted homeless. It was obviously, you know the story. Mm-hmm. This time, I'm like, yo, we got to get in the overdrive. You got to get on top of this thing. You need to make sure you're doing A, B, and C, and, and everything needs to be taken care of. And that was stupid. Uh, but <laughs> I announced getting fired. I didn't react to getting fired until about June. Yeah, it was about June. Um, but my immediate feelings during that was just kind of like, I didn't want to be there anyway. I didn't. I was so unhappy. I had been manifesting that firing for a long time. I couldn't afford to leave, but I mentally couldn't afford to be there. Like, the last time I had an anxiety attack at the radio station, I wound up in the hospital in Columbus. Shit. So when that shit happened here, I'm like, yo, it's not for me. Oh, I, the management had changed. The way that they had treated me, the, my relationship with management had changed, and it just wasn't a situation I needed to be in. Like, They didn't respect me. And the more I started, like, caring about myself, the more I kind of realized, yo, I don't deserve to be treated like this. And the more you realize that, the people who treat you like that don't like that very much. Oh, Um, no. Not at all. Yeah. So I was happy to be gone after they told me how much my severance was going to (laughs) be. 
I didn't even really have those feelings of like, what am I going to do? It was just kind of like, well, what we not going to do is wind up homeless again and sleep in our car. So whatever right. we going to do, we're going to figure that shit out. And see, I, I think, I think f- for me, I, I, I think that's what um, I latched on when you first got fired and I reached out to you is is because yeah. I remember the first time and I remember the the homeless thing and I remember, you know, you know, the the the, the you know, you know, basically the contents for the first the first book. You know. Mm-hmm. Um and so I didn't I reached out immediately because I care. Um I know we don't talk every day, but I care and I and I wanted to make sure that you wasn't in that mindset that you felt like you were alone because that was one thing I got from that episode we recorded. It was like, because you always portray strength. Like ever, ever since I fucking first met you, you've always portrayed strength, but it's cause you had to. And so for me, I always thought you was good. And then when I heard all that shit that you was telling me on my, on that episode, I was like, I'm not being the friend that I need to be to make sure that you good. So I was like, damn, all the videos. Yeah, the shit was funny. But damn, all the videos. Oh, I double tapped. Damn, all the videos. I want to reach out and legit be like, yo, are you good? And and the fact that you you changed it up. You know, like you had a you had a plan. Like it wasn't like it wasn't hopelessness. And and I'll and, and and I guess I gotta ask you: Is it is it because you went through it before, and and now you like, nah, we're gonna approach it differently, or is, is it is, did it just kind of just manifest that way? Just, just kind of just happened that way. I knew I was gonna get fired, and so I was I was ready for it. I literally knew. Um, yeah. I mean, I literally said out loud, "They're gonna fire." Like I knew, and yeah. so. I was very calm. What I started doing a lot of in 2021 and like the end of 2020 was just meditating and getting back to know myself. And when you learn how to be still, you can listen and hear, hear what you need to hear. And Mm -hmm. so, um, everybody was all, you know, what's next? What are we going to do by radio? I ain't give a fuck. Three people died. Like my concern was making sure I went outside and got some fresh air every day, making sure I was eating breakfast and lunch and dinner. Making sure that, you know, I was doing what I needed to do for me to properly grieve and heal. Um, but so part of it was because I've been here before, but a bigger part of it was because I was just calm because I just knew I was going to be all right. And so what can you do with your brain to make sure that people know you didn't die? You just got fired. Right. Also, side note. Um, you're a great person and a great friend and there's nothing you can do if someone doesn't want to tell you they're not okay. That's something wrong with them. True. True. Okay. But but I but I but I did want to I did want to offer offer it up. Like if I if I reach out and you say I'm fine, okay. That's on you because I'm I'm reaching out. But if I don't fucking reach out, then that's on me because I should at least reach out. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? And I do appreciate it because it's, you know, when you get fired, that's when you, you know, you, you get ready to weed out the people who finna leave because you only do radio. Right. People who gonna actually stay. So I always appreciate genuine people. Hell yeah. I, I was prepared. I prepared for you to sit there and say, yo, I'm I'm a little short and I was gonna sit there and figure out a way on how I'm gonna give you this money. But I'm all like, I'm gonna try to cash after you something. Like I was, oh. I was, I was mentally preparing. 
You know what I mean? Now, across the screen, it's Dollar Sign D Porter Show. <laughs> we accept gas money. I need my locks retwisted. I mean, when you, I mean, uh-huh. you know, you you making it now because because somebody is on, on like you know, very much because because somebody's back on the radio now. You know, like you 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 back on the radio doing your D's list. So, talk tell me about that experience. Like I was excited. Like like you've been still doing your thing since then. Well, let's back up. Since then, since you got fired, you have been probably your most creative, which says a lot because. You creative as fuck, and like, like you know, I've been like all on your freestyles and everything you, you you've done for like like for years, right? So I feel like in this last year, you have been the most creative you've ever been, and this Thank is you. this is this is with your writing, um, this is this is with you know just finding new ways to sit there and make money, being brand ambassador. So so tell me how you metamorphosized into just radio personality, little D two basically little d as a brand so one of the things i really had to like um learn is that i can do it by myself like when i got let go i remember my one of my closest cousins and like my closest friends were all like i really feel like you can just do it on your own bro i feel like you could be independent and be straight like you you good enough to just and i remember in my mind being like what the fuck is wrong with y'all like i'm trying to find another station like what is because i'm just so used to having to having to depend on someone else Lil d from Mm -hmm. this station Lil d of this station instead Mm -hmm. of just i'm Lil d and when i got fired and especially when i realized immediately the competition didn't want to hire me like you know my non-compete was only six months and i was like my spirit told me i'm like they don't want me they needed a guy anyway but i was like you're not gonna get that nah like they showed no interest mind you they was on my dick the whole time i was at the other station and Mm -hmm. so when they showed no interest i'm like okay so then it was like your unemployment gone you're not gonna get the job there what you gonna do right and so you can go get a nine to five or you can figure out how you gonna make money when you have, I mean, shout out to that severance because that cushion really helped. But mm-hmm. the cushion gives you time, right. and the time right. gives you the space to like start knowing yourself better and remembering, like, hey, hold on, I wrote a book. I can write mm-hmm. a book for someone. The fuck, right? Oh wait, I edit videos for myself. You could probably do that for somebody else. Oh wait, hmm. People are all on my dick because of my fitness journey. Maybe I could train some people. I wonder if anyone needs a brand ambassador for like leggings or something. Wait, people think I'm pretty now. I wonder if I, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, what else can I, huh? Okay, wait, half of my class is gone because I lost 40 pounds. I need some clothes. Oh, I wonder if they'll send me clothes if I just make a little TikTok in them. Oh my God, they did. Like, the more you get to know yourself, the more you realize all of the shit you can do with your brain. Because what I'm not going to do is go to work. I'm not. And so that means it's on me to figure out how these bills going to get paid. Right. But it was really just showing what I can do and then people asking me to do it for them. Building it and so they came. Just getting to know myself more and realizing and, and just being comfortable saying I'm good at doing all of that. And you are. Like you are. Like it outside looking in it felt seamless and i and i know and i know i know 
internally everything that you're going through, you know, trying to juggle bills, trying to make sure that everything works. I know you were like, you probably was, it probably didn't feel as seamless, but no. I, I'm looking at this shit. I'm like, this thing is straight. Like, like she, she don't miss. And that's outside looking in. We just see it. We, we, you don't miss. So it was it's like, right. yo, she, she right back on it. It's funny like, because I, I realized, uh, I've been, I have been realizing, I had a lot of just, I don't want to say where I realized again, but I had a lot of self-realization. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I realized so much shit. Well, I keep a counter time and say realize. No, but, um, <laughs> ding. after I moved out of, out of my apartment, um, I got another one and I stay by myself now again and it's beautiful. But mm-hmm. what it's allowed me is the time and the space to get to know myself. And one of the things I realized is that <laughs> is why, um, why it was, I had to depend on someone to make money. I was raised with and was still carrying a broke bitch mentality. Mm. We were raised poor, but like we were raised like poor decisions, like scared to ask if this thing had a fee for your school or some shit because it's $50 and I don't know what they're going to say. Or like Sadie Hawkins dance. I know know my mom ain't finna buy no t-shirt for me and the boy. Like, you know what I mean? And somewhere along the line, I didn't realize I was grown. And so even like little decisions, like I realized I would only go to the store and buy like one thing of deodorant because I used to be so poor. I couldn't just get an extra. You just going to get this one. And when you run out, you'll get another one. Well, how the fuck am I in my thirties still doing it? If you don't buy two or three, like, you know what I mean? Little shit, like only getting two packs of paper towels instead of just fucking getting six, you're going to get them anyway. (laughs) And it didn't, it didn't register because I spent most of my life raised and just still functioning like you're too poor to be able to and and when I when it hit me like when it really hit me I was like that's what's wrong and money been falling out the fucking sky because I haven't been blocking it Mm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. no that's some real shit like the 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 broke mentality and I've I've I, I don't think I've ever talked about this on a mic, but like the broke mentality is some real shit. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you just, because you, I, and I've seen people that I care about operate with that. And I, and I'm looking at you, you got more money than me. Like, and I'm not buying to like for to your example, I'm not buying two rolls of paper towels. I'm buy, I'm right. going to sand club to buy these paper towels. <laughs> It's, it's you know, such a mind trick. Like, it's such a mentality. It's it, like, it, it ain't got nothing to do with how much in your pockets. It's really your brain. Like, if your friend is going on a trip and the first thing you say is, I can't afford to go, how you know? You ain't even looked it up yet. Right. You haven't right. even thought about maybe you can right. put back $20. You know what I mean? Like, it's. Exactly. Like, when, when we going? Like, when, like, that's the, and yeah. that's the thing now. It's like, when we going? And so I can know what to plan out, but it's, yeah. it's hard to train. See, and that's why I kind of shifted with this podcast. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm a crack of jokes here. I'm gonna have, I'm a, I'm a talk to people who I, I generally like fucking with, but at the same time, I want to inspire mindset shifts. I want to inspire, I want to have conversations that you, if you're you sit there thinking narrow minded, I want to open up open up your mind and sit there and say, even if you don't fuck with it, 
even if you don't like it, just open up your mind to, to look at it and be like, well, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Because how's your way working? <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And and that's and, but that's why. Because it's 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 almost it's in a, in a large extent based on our conversations that we've had, like where I'm I'm coming to you, I'm sliding your DMs, I'm sitting there talking to you about shit, and I'm like this, so narrow-minded with my thinking. I'm just like, I just want to do this. You're like, well, fucking do it. What, what's, what's stopping you? Do it. And I'm just like, but uh, nah, just do it. Like, what What are you doing? And so... It's that, that easy. It's really that easy. Everything else, everything else is just you making it hard. Right. You are, you are literally your own worst enemy. And you can be your own best friend. Like you don't Ooh. have to be your your biggest critic. You don't have to be your own worst enemy. Like yourself. I would, I would love to be my own best friend. I ain't made you, it there yet. You are you've never left your side. You deserve to be your own best friend. Who the fuck yeah. else literally wakes up with you and is with you every single moment? You you've never left you for anything. Who That's else true. gonna be your best friend? Another human? Don't get me wrong, they're great. And I have one. <laughs> I have a few. But I love me first because if they all die, I still need to make sure somebody around to talk to me. Right, right. I, you know, since the pandemic, I have been talking to myself a lot more, so I get that. Yeah, that's true. I have a great relationship with myself. Everybody's all, you have a glow. I know it's because I be talking to me. Like the fuck, that glow ain't covering no weight loss. No, no, and, and I can I can tell, but we we all, I'm gonna cover that in just a second. I. But yeah, my bad. I'm eating my honey. No, 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 you, no. You're good. You're good. I'm. I was so excited to talk to you. What I what I didn't do first was do the quote unquote icebreaker, which I don't really need for you because you know ice been broken like years ago. But I do. I I do do a a fresh top five. It, it ain't it ain't D's list or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it ain't nothing like that. But you know it is it is a top five, and and I I, I kind of pick different things as far as what your top five is, but. Ultimately, I'll, I'll end up going back to to like like hip hop and 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 rappers and MCs, and I don't uh-huh. I don't really think that I've ever asked you your top five. Now I I think I think we had a discussion some years back about your favorite at the time versus my favorite at the time, but I don't think I've ever got officially your top five. So hmm. I'm kind of eager to kind of find out this information. Dead or alive? Dead or alive. Pac, Nas, J. Cole. Um, who am I top five? Who do I be listening to? Who's real life in my top five? Pac, Nas, J. Cole for sure. I always want to name a woman, but then I can't think of one. <laughs> Damn, that's bad. Um, Pac, Nas, J. Cole. I feel like this is sorry ass top five, but I'm gonna just tell the truth. It's Pac your top Nas, five. J. Cole, T I and Mia X. Ooh, Mia X. Yeah. Okay. You my hero. I like that. I like that. I like no. I like I like throwing it in there. I like that. I like if that. If I ever meet Mia X, I might pee on myself. I'm gonna be so damn starstruck. Like she is my fucking hero. Like, she's the reason why I thought it was okay to be a tomboy and wear big. Like, I fucking, oh my God. Even when I be seeing her on Instagram, I be like, it's Mia X. Like, bro, I love her. Like, she will still 
slide on all these hoes today. Like, give she me did. an extra fucking flowers because she. <sighs> I love her. She don't get enough flowers though. She don't. She don't. When when they when they talk about all time um uh, female MCs, no one talks about Mia X like that. And she was sliding on them, man. Me, ooh, Mia X, Fiend, and Mystical. What the fuck is mm-hmm. No Limit without those three? All three of them could have the album together, and I would have bought out about ten copies myself. Them and Beast by the Pound, nigga. Like that's it. What the fuck. <laughs> so, so, so. I am curious about one person on your list, though. So, J. Cole. I love J. Cole. I love J. Cole. Like, I I, I, I get a lot of flack because I, 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 I fuck with J. Cole. I, would, I fuck with J. Cole before I fuck with Kendrick. Like, like for real. Like, I, mm-hmm. like and people look at me like, what? Tell, tell me why J. Cole is on your list. I, I want, I'm, I'm interested in that. I love the growth in J. Cole's albums. Now, for y'all, Eyes Only was a horrible album. I don't even know what's on that trash-ass album. But other than that, I like the growth. Like, if you go back and listen to Friday Night Lights and Sideline Story, he sounded like it was his first album. He was hungry. Then he sounded like he got a little bit more money. Then he sounded like he's at peace and trying to just protect his family and be rich. But he and I, like, I love that. And I love that he's still rapping his ass off. Cole be spitting. Yes. Um. Even on this new mixtape with DJ Drama, that oh, you gotta hear that shit. It, the Dreamville. Yeah. No, I ain't heard it yet. Oh, that shit, whole oh, fire. <laughs> like J Cole spit bars. I love the fact that he like he's dope to me. He spit bars. He make the dopest beats. He can really rap. He not rapping about shit he don't know about. Um, right. it's relevant. We're around the same age, and so you know, to me, it's just shit I can ride to. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you got to be in the mood for J. Cole. Right. Like, you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to go to the club and listen to all J. Cole. That's weird. Well, yeah. But, <laughs> but that's, like. That's not going to happen. Probably not. Like, but I'm going to listen to some J. Cole. Like, yeah. man. Like, because he's, yeah, he's all, like, dope and conscious and whatever. But, like, at the end of the day, like, nigga can really just rap. He be sliding on these hoes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like. I find myself he 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 hit my playlist in the morning when I'm doing my morning cardio, and so mm-hmm. especially because I walk outside and, and I like to hit the, the like the the cold fresh air hit me and everything and mm-hmm. kind of put me yeah you know what I'm saying you you be okay, inspiring nature. you be inspiring you know what I'm saying I be seeing you in your videos I'm like let me get my black ass outside you know what man I, mean? I was in the middle of editing one now. <laughs> So I I do like the fact like you know I feel like he, I feel like he he really talks to me and the fact that that Brooklyn uh, at the time when when this comes out she will be fourteen Brooklyn me and Brooklyn have conversations about J Cole and so I'm just like oh my baby love hip hop she got more Biggie shirts than that. I have like she got an Ice yeah. Cube shirt like I'm like <sighs> oh it's me, it's me and Erica beautiful. raising her right we raising her right man y'all doing a great job <laughs> oh. I'd be scared by the time I have kids. I hope they, like, know who Michael Jackson is. You know, like... Uh, you, you, you teach him. You'll teach him. You'll <sighs> teach him. Trust me. They're going to be I, like, I had... white woman who died forever ago, Mom. I don't understand. No, no. No, I, I remember, I remember, like, early on, I remember doing this thing where I would, I would do bringing 88 back celebration for Brooks. I, I, don't, think I, I don't think I've ever told this shit, right? So for me, I always have like for like 
certain artists, I have special weeks. I have a Biggie week. I have a Jay Z week. I have a Michael Jackson week. So I just those are my those are my top three in, in just in every music genre, right? And so I wanted to do something special for Brooklyn when she, when she, when she was living here in Georgia. And so I was I did like a a bringing eighty eight back celebration and and what that meant for me was <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this shit. So when I was so when I was eight years old in nineteen eighty eight because I'm old as fuck. Mm-hmm. When I was eight years old, I was like like my stepbrother had the bad album, you know what I'm saying? And he and I would come I would come to my dad's house on the weekends and he what he would do is he would play the album. And then I would fucking dance to the album, like like he just watched me dance, and I just be and oh. now keep now keep yeah, mind, come on, Jay, right? But you know what? I ain't got no rhythm, right? It is just me in there. I ain't got no rhythm. Oh, it looked horrible. But I I had a workout. I was dancing, and so I just remember just doing that on Friday nights, and then afterwards we would order a little seats of pizza because you know. Yeah, you know, niggas were broke, you know. So we, yeah. so we get that hot and ready. Get a couple of them hot yeah, and ready. Yeah, I remember them breadsticks from Little Caesars, dog. Oh, them used to the hit. crazy bread. Oh, yeah, used to hit. I did. They don't know about that. <laughs> so I would, I would do that, and then we would like eat, and that was like, that was like a memorable time for me. And I was like, I wanted to create that for Brooklyn, and so it's so like I only got a chance to do it like once or twice before she moved, but I, I did it. And I and then we played Michael Jackson. And she kind of kind of nodded her head a little bit, but she, you know, right. I was trying to dance with her. She was like, oh, "No, that I'm like, <laughs> you know, but whatever." That's dope. That's, dope. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good so idea. you you got, you got this. Bank. You got this. You got this. I'm gonna right. log that. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, girl, take that. Take that. I've been taking out your ideas all the time. So yeah, oh, might man, as well take one of mine. Community of shares. It's like the Netflix password. <laughs> Yeah. Now you ain't talking nothing but the truth right there. Yeah, we share <laughs> around here. It's all good. All right. So we're gonna take a break and when we get back, we're going to kind of get into this new book. I wanna hear now, I wanna hear dates. I wanna hear about it. I wanna hear some of the things that you did in order to in order to get yourself out of your, your depression. So Yay! Lil D, Jared Dam, it's about damn time. All right, we are back. Lil D, Jared Dam. It's about damn time. Look, I am. I'm, you know what? I don't think I've been this relaxed in a while, to be honest with you. Like, you know what? Yeah, because cause honestly, I'm usually nervous. I'm always nervous. Hell, I'm nervous when I do solo podcasts with myself. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, oh, I want to make sure that I hit all of these points properly mm-hmm. and everything. And then, you know, you, you come in here, you're like, yo, just, just start saying some shit. And then you can just edit it out later. That makes yeah. more sense. That makes more That's sense. That's how you be sounding. I want to make sure I hit all these points. <laughs> you saying like that? Yeah. I want to make sure I hit all these points. Just like that. Yeah. That's where you be messing up at when you be trying to say it like that. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I am person. not... <laughs> That I am not that nigga. I am not the person that's gonna be like this is CNN and this that's not me. So I hope not because Anderson Cooper fine ass don't never sound like that. He be sounding great. I, <laughs> I love him. I know he gay, but he's still fine. <laughs> well, that's all. Shout out to Anderson Cooper. Shout out to Anderson Cooper. <laughs> like ooh, mm. Him and his man, like they a great couple. Like they look good together. Like I am not hating. Anderson Cooper is a fine ass Caucasian man, though. Like yes, Silver Fox. Okay. Period. 
we'll, we'll see. Can we get get you all something and talk to him? Like, that, don't that ever was... put me in your Anderson. I'm a show out. Do you hear me? Like, I'm showing the fuck out. I ever meet Anderson Cooper. I'm gonna so, act right. I'm so I feel like it. I should have did the the top five people that you would actually, you know, fed, fed out, out for. Of. So right now you got Mia X and Anderson Cooper. Uh, Mia X, Anderson Cooper. Um. Um. Okay. Don't judge me, but Britney Spears. I'm not judging. It's a Louisiana thing. Yeah, I'm not. We're I'm not judging. Britney at all costs. We're gonna protect her at all costs. All costs. All costs. I will fight for Britney. Like, live your life, sis. I we love Britney. Anyway, Britney comes to the cookout. Um. But yeah, Mia X, Britney, whoever I said second, I'm high on member. Um. <laughs> who I just say? Anderson Cooper. Yeah, Anderson Cooper is fine ass. Um, oh, Auntie Anita. Yo, if I ever meet Anita Baker, I'm I'm losing mm. it, period. It's mm. over with. I just want to lay my head in her bosom. Like, I just want to lay there, and I want her to pat my back and, like, rub my back and tell me it's okay. Like, it ain't got to be nothing wrong. <laughs> I, oh, my God. Anita Baker's voice just... Whew. <laughs> anyway, I love her. That's my auntie. Um, and who else? Because I feel like I'm gonna say somebody else, and then we gonna finish, and I'm gonna think of somebody significant, and I'm gonna be mad. At you, how it goes with me? I want to meet dead, like Fred Hampton. I fan out if I met him. Yeah. But the police killed him. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, I don't even want to laugh at that because you said it like that. <laughs> Fuck. Just making it less true. Like, they really killed this man while he was asleep. Like, pieces of shit. Smile with this nigga body like we got him. The fuck? Um, anyway. Um, let me think of somebody important. Who would I meet that would make me go, oh, shit. Well, I did fan out when I met Bun B. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't even speak words. Fan the fuck out. <laughs> uh, at this point in my stage, because I want to say Charlemagne, but I know him, so I wouldn't. Who do I just? Oh my god, so much over that you know. If you saw them, you would lose it. I doubt it. You doubt it. I mean, you're pretty cool when coming. You you've had your run with celebrities, so you're pretty cool. Like, like, like again, like you know Charlamagne for quite some time. I mean, I met Albie Sure, and I was proud of myself. <laughs> you was proud that you didn't fan out when you met Albie yeah. Sure. <laughs> he worked for the radio station, so he told me to call him Uncle Al, and I was like, I can't call you that. I want your panties. But <laughs> he was cool though. I'm sitting here trying to. I'm going through my Instagram page trying to see who the fuck. I, I see you. You. I, you. You are really. You really want this? Can we decide? Cause I ain't like famous and I like the fuck. I mean, you. You kind of. Yo, you know who I want to meet? Lisa Ling. People don't know who that is because they don't be yes. watching smart journalism. Yeah. But I've been fucking with Lisa Ling since I was in high school. She's Channel cool, One like, News. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Period. And I really liked Channel One News because I was a kid who was actually like smart and like yeah. cared about shit. And so yeah. I remembered her. And when she went on The View, I remember she left The View because she wanted to do like serious journalism. And everybody was like, yo, you stupid. Why would you leave the show? 
and then this is life came out it comes on cnn and each episode is just about some real shit like there's an episode about the la county coroner's office because it's the busiest coroner coroner office in the country mm. there's an episode about like um the heroin heroin the the opioid epidemic in middle America and how it became one because white people started getting high. Like she's like, she does real shit. And I just really respect her for saying, I'm going to leave this big ass check and I'm going to take this jump. Cause I want to do something that means something to me. She probably the no. only, she, she's probably the biggest non-black woman who I just, I, I fuck with Lisa Ling. Like I just respect her so much. Yeah. I, I, I fuck with her too. Like, so when you I said that, her. I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she is so amazing. The book, I am very excited about this. This is this is uh, Little D's Love Lessons: Twelve Steps to a Better to Better Mental Health. I've mm-hmm. already pre-ordered my book. By the way, I just want to keep. Thank you. Keep, yeah, I made sure to do that shit like April sixteenth. Like I made sure to do that. So I'm very Thank excited you. for this. Um, this is basically the steps that you took right after being fired and it it builds you up to where you are now where you it's like you said before you are glowing you're mm-hmm. glowing and it's not because of weight loss which you had lost some weight and you look good and you but for me you had look good before because but i i knew i couldn't holler at you because you was like you were like this this nigga ain't got no confidence but whatever so um yeah anyway you but you're anyway, apparently. <laughs> I'm over I don't, don't, don't want to confirm or deny that. Girl. But but, okay. but tell me tell me the inspiration about the book and tell me what 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 got you to to write the book. Okay. So well, I'm so excited. Um all right, so originally this was a calendar. Um mm. After I lost the weight, people I realized that people found me attractive, and I found I finally found myself attractive, and I was like, I should do a calendar because I'm shallow as fuck, and I want twelve <laughs> pictures of me. And so I was really gonna do it, but it was like December. It was the end of December because I got COVID right after I ran a marathon December eighth. I got COVID like five days later, type shit. So um. You trying to put out a calendar and it's already finna be January. Right. And then my I, I had some unfortunate series of situations with people I had to cut out of my life. Mm. And the whole idea got pushed back. And so now it's damn near my birthday. And I'm like, I can't do a calendar. It's gonna be fucking February. Like and so I had to sit back because I'm like, I already paid all this money and took all these pictures. What the what we finna do? Right. The calendar was just gonna be different things that I like to do. Right. Whether it's cooking or meditating or whatever. And then in the middle of it, I'm like, yo, you're really just going to sell people pictures of you? Who are you, Beyonce? No. <laughs> the fuck? Who? Like, you might get some a few thirsty niggas to buy it, but is that what you about? Right. So I sat with myself and I was like, what really fucking matters to you? And one thing that I got tired of people asking me was, how'd you lose the weight? I need the diet tips. I need the exercise tips. And I'm like... When I try to tell them how I lost the weight, they don't believe me. So I put it in flashcard form. <laughs> People think that I woke up and I just was like, okay, let me eat some spinach and hummus and get a few grapes. And let me do this many push-ups. Hell no. I started losing weight before I got fired. Um, yeah, you did. I didn't even realize it. 
because I wasn't going to the gym and I was eating bullshit every day. Um, I didn't realize, like, my clothes were too big, but, like, nothing in me clicked, like, yo, these jeans are too big because you lost weight because I wasn't trying to lose weight. So I was just, right. I don't know, pulling them up. Like, just so absentmindedly, not even realizing you're pulling them up because they're too big because they don't fit because you lost. I wasn't eating until 3 and 4 o'clock. And when I got mm. let go, I realized I wasn't eating until it's it's 6.30. Yo, did you eat today? You smoked a whole bunch of weed? Did you eat? <laughs> and then you eat Taco Bell or some bull. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like, right. once I realized what the fuck I was doing, that's when I got up and I started going outside. When I started going on these walks, I would start just walking. I wasn't even running or exercising or none of that. I was just walking. Just looking at the birds and the squirrels mm. and just sitting by water. That turned, it, that would, I'd be outside for two and three hours. I've been and walked several miles and didn't know it. Like, that's wow. how I lost weight. I didn't, I wasn't trying to lose weight. Like, um, me running came months after I was like, I kind of like being out here walking. This shit, all right. I think I'm going to add a little jogging to this now. It was a very natural process. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I did do was pour love into myself, which is how we got to these. So the love lessons, 12 steps to better mental health are 12 things that I did to pour love into myself last year, whether it's, and not even specifically exercising, but going outside. Right. Um, the, the lesson for that is when you feel the walls closing in on you, open the door. And so mm. the front of the love lesson will have how going outside helped me. Like, you know, I was just trying to help my mental health. And next thing you know, I lost 45 pounds. And the back of the card has all the ways it'll help you from how to fix your little attitude to um, how the melanin, the vitamin C is good for your skin. But, yeah, it's 12 of these. I only have the front card because the other ones are on the way. <laughs> but, like, so everything from... Uh, meditating, cooking, and like these are really things I did. Like I'm not making this shit up, you know. Like when I realized I was eating bullshit, I started cooking. Like uh, I downloaded the Tasty app, and just mm. uh, I like the app because you can type in like three ingredients, and then it'll just pull up all the recipes. So if you have mushrooms and spinach and tomatoes or some shit, it'll pull up six or seven recipes. You can look up vegetarian recipes. You can just type in zucchini, and it'll just pull up everything from smoothies to dessert and everything in between and you know i just started having fun again like yo and discovering yeah. different fruits and vegetables and making smoothies and caring about what the fuck i put in my body taking long baths because it takes a long time to take a bath you can just hop in the shower you gotta wait yeah. in the tub for the bath though you gotta sit there and not rushing that shit really just sitting there relax this your tub you pay rent to live here this is your home your body deserves to fucking get off your feet sometimes, right? Just sit down. Where else you gotta be? Take this Everywhere. time for you. So that's you know, hard. You know? That that one's hard for me. That one's hard for me yeah. because my mind that's is why always. You need to do it. That's yeah. why you need to do it. Because you can't go nowhere if you're in a tub, butt ass naked, covered in water. Where you going? Sit down. <laughs> Literally. And regardless of what you do, you still gotta wash yourself. So you might as well sit down for a second. Just sit here. Don't bring your phone in the bathroom. Your hands are wet. Leave your fucking phone in your room. Because what you're doing, everything you do outwardly is telling yourself something inwardly. 
And yeah. so by you not having time to, to take a bath, you're telling yourself we don't have that kind of time to focus on us, to just relax our mm. muscles a little bit. No, we too busy for that. Mm. You baby, That's a good point. Why can't bathe yourself? Take some time to you. Suck your feet. Suck your body. You know, like take time for you. Yeah. Every issue that we think we have comes back to us. How are, what about the way you treat yourself attracts the energy of blank? Mm. Doesn't have to be bad. It could be good. Yeah. But that's what I want these love lessons to really be. Um, I want people to, like, one of them is taking yourself on a date. And people get that confused with, like, being desperate and, like, I don't have nobody else to take me. No poop. Right. That's, that, that's not what I'm telling you to do. Well, I'm telling you, instead of you waiting on that man to bring you flowers and sweep you off your feet, take your ass to the grocery store and buy you some roses. Why Why you can't do that? You want the True. roses. True. And if you get used to having flowers, then you can't say, I don't remember the last time someone bought me flowers. Bullshit, you bought yourself some last week. And you also don't just sit there and just fall fall on the floor and be like, oh my God, he bought me flowers because exactly. you you you... You are accustomed to getting flowers. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Mm. You're treating your tree. You're training yourself on how the fuck you deserve to be treated. Yeah. Like, well, how else are you going to know how you deserve to be treated if you don't give it to yourself? You're going to let somebody who's not you, who's not with you, ain't been with you every step of the way, tell you how you deserve to be treated? Or are you going right. to do it for you? Like, I would take myself out and just go sit down and read somewhere. Like, just go sit. I'll, I'll, I'll be outside. I'm a flower child, so I'll be sitting in trees and shit, like, in real life. Um, <laughs> when I disappear off social media, I, I'm usually somewhere sitting in a tree reading or just looking at the squirrels. Like, I really just be sitting up there, though. But anyway, um, but I take myself out on a date doing shit like that. Or going to the gun range. Um, but, like, things where I'm alone. Just going to the coffee shop and just sitting. Yeah. Going to the park and just sitting there and having a conversation with myself. How we doing? You all right? Now, today's cool. Or, like, especially when I needed it. Like, mm-hmm. man, this shit is fucked up. Like, I really ain't got no job. Like, in June, um, I was dating this guy. He he broke up with me. He had every right to. Because I was putting him through an emotional roller coaster because I had just got fired. Lost three people. I was in no position to try and date somebody. And he sure. was literally giving me everything I needed. And I just couldn't accept the shit. But what he did do was let me cry. And so when I finally cried about everything, (sighs) shit, I was finally able to just kind of get me back together. Like, okay, now what are we going to do? Because that man not here no more. You can't cry to him. Right. Them three friends, them two friends, your uncle gone. That job gone. It's It's just us. What we finna do? And so I made myself, I mean, everything is a decision. You can decide to stay in a bed or you can decide to get your ass up. Right. And I just decided to get my ass up one bit at a time. Maybe I don't go walk today. That's fine. Did I, did I go outside and get some air? Okay. Maybe I didn't cook today, but did I eat leftovers instead of going to get fast food? Bet. You know, like you got to make the decisions to tell yourself you matter. Yeah. I I think it's those small steps too that yeah. that that make the make the difference and acknowledging that you're doing those steps because it, it's then, a lot of times yeah. yeah yeah 
it's a it's a lot of times I I I won't I won't be like, oh, you know, I I ain't did shit, but I I can talk to somebody on the phone and be like, yeah, all I did was this 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 and this. Well, shit, nigga, you was busy. You did a lot of shit. Okay. You did yeah. a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Words have power. I just told my little homegirl, she's 24, and she was calling me to vent and telling me that she's, like, just kind of lonely and wishing she had someone to date. And she's like, I don't understand. People don't like me because of how I look. And I was like, Pooh, it don't have nothing to do with your face. You're beautiful. The problem is you don't believe me when I tell you you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's why I ain't nobody dating you. When I tell mm-hmm. you to pour into yourself, name three things you're grateful to yourself for right now. And she was like, this is hard. And I said, that's why you're single. You're not ready to date nobody. You can't even tell me why you're grateful to yourself, but you want the energy of somebody else around you. You ain't gotten the armor yet. Mm. When I wake up, the first thing I do when I wake up is start naming things I'm grateful for. The first thing. I don't give a fuck about nothing else. My phone's on do not disturb when I go to sleep. And when I wake up, even if I'm grateful for, first off, I'm very grateful. I bought my bed. It's really cute. It's pink. Um, but like, I'm grateful for little shit. Like the fact that I pulled out socks because sometimes my feet get cold in the middle of the night. I'm grateful that I woke up and it's quiet because in the next five or six years, I'm probably going to be pregnant. And I don't, I, I feel like having kids that don't be quiet no more. Like, so right now, yeah, I'm grateful for peace because I'm literally doing an interview with you right now. And there's not a worry about anything else in this house. Like, I'm grateful for that because it's going to change. I'm grateful yeah. that, that shit, I locked my hair. I'm grateful I learned how to do my brows. I'm grateful, you know what I'm saying? Look, like, mm-hmm. whatever. And when you start doing that, you start changing your perspective. Mm. Like, it's not, um, I only got 12 likes on this picture. It's 12 people like this picture. Bet. Let me go see what these 12 people doing and who, who else they like and how I can get... Like you, you start opening yourself up. The more you love yourself, the better version of yourself you are. I like that. It's 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 the old adage of you know seeing the the, the glass half full and half empty. Yeah, that shit yeah. works. That shit works. Like everybody's all you're so different. You gotta go, and you're right because I'm I can actively and presently tell you what's going on now. I just love myself more. Shit, I had to because last year was trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and you 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 have did a, a complete one eighty, and, and I just I I just want to tell you, you know, you always inspire me, and I always have to tell you this every time I talk to you, but you always inspire me, and you continue you. to find new ways to inspire me with with what you do, and so as, as I as I start my, it's not even it's not even like I wouldn't even call it a weightness a, a fitness journey or anything like that. I. I am embracing building a better me and, and maybe by doing so, inspiring others to do so. So I'm embracing doing things like, you know, I, yeah, I've taken my health, you know, more control of my health, you know, went to the doctor today, made, made sure, you know, like, hey, you know, look at these diabetes, what I need to be mm-hmm. taking for this, you know, so I'm mm-hmm. doing that. You know, and, and now and then I'm gonna go go back into the the mental health aspect. I'm a, I'm putting like a more a, a lot more content where I'm doing self care stuff because I hate self care, but you you inspire self care, so I'm gonna try different things with self care because I talk about it on this podcast, I talk about it on my other podcast. Parents after midnight, it's available on all podcasting platforms. Just wanted to throw it out there as well. No 
Period. <laughs> I will promo my ass off. Oh, but we love, we love a cross promotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, so you do you do generally inspire and you know and you do it because you're just trying to be the best little D you can be and 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 I can appreciate that. So. I can appreciate you saying 180 instead of 360 because people be like, you did a complete 360, and I'm like, no, I didn't. But anyway, <laughs> shout out to you for knowing the difference. Yes, um, yes, because I because I hate when people do that. I, I'm in, so you said I'm in the same fucking spot I was in for. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's anyway. the little things. It's our it's yeah. it's the it's our. It's our nerd thing. I love it. It's the little things right. that just drive us crazy. Yeah. Like somebody told me that shit yesterday, and I was like, "It's 180," but I appreciate you. <laughs> That's one thing they don't tell you about, like losing weight and becoming like the pretty girl, or whatever. People, people don't remember or realize or care that you're smart. Right. People don't give a fuck that I'm smart. Right. They don't give a shit about what I be talking about. Like some people do, but like. A lot of like men, they just want you to shut up and be pretty. And it's like, Pooh, I'm not sure if you've ever met me, but right. <laughs> the fuck? I had that, I, I had that same like, issue in college. Pretty. Like for well, not because I was pretty, because I definitely wasn't pretty. But in college, I felt like I felt like you know, high school, I was the super nerd, and then in college, I I moved to try to be like the more outgoing, oh, yeah. funny person. And so when I would say smart stuff in college, they'd be like, "Jay, that was really smart." Like. I know, mm-hmm. motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I I am smart. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously. Yeah. My siblings used to try and play me because I do radio, and they'd be like, "Oh, you know about that? Yo, if you don't get your ass out of here, sir, I graduated high school with a four point three. I went to school. I went to college on a full academic scholarship and finished mm. with a four point Don't play me. Mm. You better talk. I'm, to I'm, I've been smart my whole life. The fuck. Since day one. People smart too. Okay, I just smoke weed and my hair lock, and I cuss a lot. I'm still smart. The fuck? <laughs> we gotta change the narrative of like what smart people look like. Cause I'm smart as fuck. Yeah, exactly. Like, like book smart, like intelligent wise. Yeah. How the I, fuck else you think I'm editing books? Like right. You you are a two time author. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know how to you know how to fucking write and read. In the middle of writing a book right now for somebody, but you know mm. anyway. I, I did I, I, I did see that post a while back, you know, you know, the ghostwriter. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's going pretty good. It's gonna be a really good book. Not just because I wrote it, but I mean it's really good. <laughs> well since you do do so much, I want I want to I want to also talk about, you know, the upcoming uh run with little D. You know, so I know that's coming. I'm 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 look the reels for it alone you know what i mean like you just like you promoting it getting getting it ready so mm-hmm. so talk talk to me about that because you you just sit there and say you you know you start out by just going outside and walking and you like you know what this, yeah. this is cool i'm about to add i'm about to add running to it so now you fucking doing a whole running club so what's that Yo. like what's, what's going on there Shout out to the uh, runwithlilldee.com. You know what I'm saying? It's coming. <laughs> yeah, we got lighters, boy. Nah, um, <laughs> it's funny. I've been running and, like, jogging and stuff most of my life. I just like doing it, but I've always kind of sucked at it. Um, mm-hmm. Running is one of those things that's very mental because even if you're on a team, it's really just you running. Like, yeah. you're not passing the ball to nobody. Like, you just running. Right. And so I always was kind of bad at it because I was mean to myself. Like, oh, you tired. You don't know what you're doing. Oh, we didn't even go far. But in 2017, 
um, I had the idea to start a run club. So I got t-shirts made and everything for the You Go Girl Run Club. Never did anything with it because I told myself I'm going to wait until I'm in shape. And I knew mm. I wasn't in shape. I didn't realize that my in shape was going to be more mental than physical. Mm. But so I had literally forgot all about it. I only still had this tank top because, I mean, you know, it was just kind of some shit I kept. Completely forgot about it. But once I started jogging and people realized it was like a lifestyle change and I ran a half marathon, you know, people were like, are you going to start a club? And at first I'm like, I don't know. And then it kind of hit me one day like, so you've been started the club. Right. So here we are. Run with Lil D. Um, we're, it's uh, getting ready. I'm going to open up memberships at the end of the month. But so we're going to meet. Run with Lil D is where you are mentally healthy and physically fit. We're going to meet in person twice a week. Um, your membership comes with a workout outfit sponsored by Fitsis, which is a, fit, a apparel line out of Cleveland. They are so amazing. The leggings look so good. Like, I love them. They make your ass look good. They're a little high-waisted. you subconscious. The tank tops go cover your butt. So, like, it's... Anyway, I, like, I rock with them in real life. Like, that I really ask them to sponsor because I fuck with them. But anyway, your membership includes a workout apparel, drawstring bag, my book, The Love Lessons, mm. um, water bottle. We'll talk about these lighters, but I don't want no problem, so maybe. Uh, <laughs> You get a run club, a run card, which is a discount card at various black-owned businesses. Mm. Um, we're going to have uh, videos from a nationally recognized therapist, actually the one from Real Housewives of Atlanta, Dr. Okay. Christopher, Christy Holloway. Okay. Uh, shout out to Dr. Holloway. That's my aunt, you know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> she was cool before she was on TV. Like, I've been bragging on her, and then she went on Real Housewives, and I was like, oh, shit, damn. Anyway, um... <laughs> Advice from a therapist, recipe, healthy recipes from a cook, private Instagram, Facebook page where we'll have the meetups listed. Um, but yeah, it all comes to you in a membership bag uh, and a run with little D drawstring bag with all your goodies inside. Oh, shower wipes also. All these products mm. are black owned, of course. Mm. Of course. But of course. Yeah. Um, it's $19.99 a month. And we're going to open memberships very soon. I'm just actually, you just text me the website should be just about done, but yeah, we're going to start a running group. It's going to be amazing. I'm about to holler at you about get, first of all, this is dope as fuck. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this for, for you. Like this, like you just, like you, you literally just make stuff happen. Like it, it, you dream it and you say, all right, it's about to happen. But, like low key, I'm about to get this this uh, web designer for you because I I need to figure out my website look a, a hot fucking. Oh, I got mess. you. He black on too. I see. All right, I'm about to I'm about to do that, especially. Yeah, I got you. But yo, like I generally have my attitude just increase like exponentially when I talk to you, and oh. uh, you know you 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 always make me laugh. You always make me think. You always inspire me. And I am I am so glad to have to have had you on this podcast this week. Um you know, we we shout out the book, we shout out the run club. Um anything, you know, anything else you wanna shout out? You wanna shout out D's list? Cause I I know you on on a couple radio stations is is growing to more yeah. possibly. Shout out to the D list top five entertainment report. Uh right now it's playing in Florence and Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, soon to be Nashville on May first. I'll be mm. announcing that soon. Okay. Um, 
you know, just trying to add more stations. Got a couple more inquiries, but it's funny. Anybody can give you the news, but ain't nobody gonna give it to you like me. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. Example, today I was talking about how they found the person who gave Mac Miller the fake pills. Uh, they gave him 11 years in jail. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, the, the drug dealer who gave Mac Miller the fake oxys that killed him just wound up getting 11 years in prison. And the moral of the story is no one's ever overdosed on weed. I'm Lil D and that's the dealers. <laughs> and she sips some water after she says it, y'all. <laughs> and that's just one of the five. But yeah, so yeah. Uh, 60 seconds of that. And five entertainment stories. So shout out to that. Grindinginreallife.com. Runwithlild.com. Um, that's where you'll find the love lessons, the book, and the run club coming soon. Use this lighter and go smoke. But yeah. <laughs> uh, at Lil D on I mean, uh, yeah, Lil D on air on everything. L I L D on air. Yes, on everything. She's on TikTok. She's on Instagram. Everywhere. She's everywhere you want to be. Yep. So, yo, D, thank you. I look. I I will not be a stranger. I'm gonna I'm a, I'm gonna be reaching out more because uh, I'm just trying to siphon some of your energy so I can I can push forward too. But I appreciate you. All like, right. and I thank you for legit being my fucking friend. Like for real. Thank me if I continue to be great. You know what? Since you say that, I guess I will. (laughs) I'm weak. (laughs) Thank you for joining me this week on this About Damn Time. Hey, if you like what you heard, follow this podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and IG, and join the conversation on this week's episode. Link to all my socials in the show notes. You can also show love by simply giving me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, for more blogs, pods, and other digital content, go to thewholedamnshow.com. Until next time, I'll see you next week. <laughs>